0: Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down to earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International.
1: On behalf of Bishop Eddie bin, our pastor and our shepherd in the house, I want to warmly welcome you to this morning's impact service, hallelujah, amen. I believe that yet again, your life will receive a strong impartation, amen, amen. Well, we are blessed to have in our midst a group of young Christians who have been through training, and this morning is their graduation ceremony, hallelujah, oh hallelujah, Paul told Timothy that study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not, needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. These young men and young women have been taught to rightly divide the word of truth. Hallelujah. And this morning we're just going to endorse that training with, with the graduation ceremony. Hallelujah. Amen. So just like when we get to heaven, there will be a register. It's not a wholesale promotion. Amen. So when I mention your name, you kindly, this is the way we are going to do. You kindly come and line up here, and we'll respectfully welcome upstage Bishop Eddie Fabian and our first lady in the house, Lady Pastor Caroline Fabian, to help us give out the certificates. Amen. Nestleine Nelly Nikwe, will kindly put your hands together for them. Amen. They've done very well. Esther, nane kia edu. Rebecca Taki Jeremiah Adishola Ameoga John Tete Eric Tete hmm. Stanley Ifanyi Eze Emmanuel Sakodie, Sandra Sapong, Danita Lanting, Gloria Elik Plim Vanessa Monkas Ingrid wow. Batatula Suraya Sandrine Magia Gondo. Benedicta Johnson. Ruth Johnson. Cathy Okata. Trinity Gerald Johnson. Docas Elikpli Makume. Abigail Potofi. Tingbaki Gladys. Maoko Adevo. Please kindly put your hands together for them. Lawrence Efrifa. Edward Kajuru. Bernard Anan. Kelly Tego. Elias Johnson. Boniface Afanu. Sylvester Labi. Joshua Gayina. Benjamin Pepra Akoto. Lumo Elias, Thomas Champon, Elias Ni Odu, Frank Arthur, Miracle Queno, Thelma Nyami Ohiniwa, Rosemary Nati, Laura Saki, Rejoice Kumaglo, and Ruth Nanama Aque. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you've you heard your name, kindly make your way upstage. Amen. Well, I think we have a few more graduates here. So Jerry John Brahini, Daniel Ajay, Samuel Adu. Immanuel Crantin, Rebecca J, Emmanuel Buachi, David Antonio, Edith Abondi, James Eden, Rex Quati, Prince Atti, Jeffrey, Niankra, Fostina Tenge, Mary Adima, Mary Adima and Gilbert Gomashi, Ebenezer Braku, Bridget Adante, Joseph Adu, Maurice Nana, Yao Esiama, Nicolas Boa, and Justina Yabua. Oh, kindly put your hands together for them, Amen. I know people who started school, but they did not finish. It is not easy to start and to complete, but the Lord has helped them. And this is just the beginning. Put your hands together for them. Amen. These are future pastors and evangelists and apostles and teachers. Amen. It's a blessing for us to be witnessing their beginning. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Well, hand over to Bishop Fabian.
0: Hallelujah. We're so grateful to God for the lives of these ones. I believe that God has prepared them for something great in future. And I believe that we being witnesses of these things also is a message to us. One of these days, the next Bishop Dagi, what Mills is going to be raised from these ones. Hallelujah. So I want us all to stretch forth our hands and pray for them. Ask for God's grace, God's anointing to rest upon them. Pray that the things that they have been taught, they will not move away from them. That they will grow in these things. And they will even teach other people to also walk in them. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you for their lives, oh God. We thank you for this wonderful, wonderful calling for these ones thank you O god for the teachings that they have been given your word says that we should study to show ourselves approved unto you O god as workmen who are not ashamed of the gospel rightly dividing the word of truth i pray for them O god may they walk in this world may they walk in your perfect will may your spirit lead them may your spirit guide them may your spirit rest upon them in the name of jesus may they be people who are full of the spirit and full of the word in the name of jesus when we are looking for people to use may they be there lord in the name of jesus the things they have been taught may they not depart from it in the name of jesus christ i pray that these ones who rise up to become great evangelists great prophets great teachers Great pastors, great apostles in your house in the name of Jesus. Raise up the Bishop Dags, raise up, oh God, the Bishop Sakis, the Lady Reverend Adley Heward Moses. Raise them up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that you will plant them by the rivers of water. May they be like trees that are planted by the rivers of water, Lord, whose leaves will not wither. May they bring forth fruit in their season. I pray that whatsoever they do, may it prosper, O God. In the name of Jesus, show them your favor. Show them your mercy. Show them your grace. May this word never be apart from their mouth. May they meditate on it day and night. May they observe to do all that is written in it, O God. For Lord, your word says that in this way they shall be prosperous. And have good success. I pray that these ones who prosper in everything they do. May they succeed in the name of God. In the name of Jesus. We cover them with the blood of Jesus. None of them will backslide. None of them will backslide. In the name of Jesus Christ. Use them Lord. For your glory. We thank you Father. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our new Believer School graduates who are rising up to also become shepherds in the house. Why don't you turn and face the church and give the church away? Wow. God bless you. You can now go back to your seats. Please, let's put our hands together for them. Show your love. Show your love. Congratulations. Congratulations.
1: ladies and gentlemen, let us put our hands together and welcome our sister Elki to give us a short but very powerful testimony. Amen.
2: Hallelujah. Um, I want to share this testimony with the whole church and tell God what, how much he means to me. Amen. Um, somewhere last year, when our bishops traveled to Seoul, Korea, um, our bishop was not in the house, so Pastor Geraldo preached powerfully by the grace of God. And whilst he was preaching, he said something which really struck me. He said that just maybe God has brought him this far because he decided to give a 20% tithe instead of 10%. I was sitting at the back and I said to myself, God, I also need a lot of things from you. So next year I'm making a promise that I also give a 20% tithe instead of 10%. So last month, I've been believing God for a car. So last month when my salary was paid, I brought in the money. And surprisingly enough, the day I brought the money, he was also preaching again. So I sat at the back and I told God that God, by the grace of God, I learned this thing through this man. And I'm bringing the money today, and today he's also preaching. So God, whatever blessing you did for him, may you do the same unto me. So I brought it forth and I dropped it in the basket To the glory of God, after we finished fasting and prayer, I saw a car. It was quite expensive. My money was not enough. But I prayed to God for a helper. And God sent forth a helper. And I say to the glory of God that as I stand here, I have a car of my own. And I want to thank God for what he has done for me. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Oh, hallelujah. May you receive your heart desire this morning. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, our pastor, our bishop, our prophet, our evangelist, our teacher, he is in the house to bring you the unadulterated word of God. Shall we put our hands together and welcome the bishop, Eddie Fabian.
0: Hallelujah. Wow. Are you excited about also receiving your own car? i see it happening in the name of jesus wow we bless the lord amen our easter convention with our father bishop dag heward mills hallelujah is coming on listen some of us are selective as to which meeting to attend there are meetings and there are meetings now this one is the a, is a, is a mother or father of all meetings. Hallelujah. It's a must attend. So all the things that you have been doing this time, put them all aside. And decide that from the 22nd to the 24th of March, you are going to be here. Hallelujah. See, because the presiding bishop is not here all the time. So it's just once we're having him come in to be a blessing, I think that you have no excuse whatsoever for not being around. Amen. So we are all going to be here, and we will force you to be here. Whatever we will do to make you be here, we'll force you to be here. Then when you finish, you thank us for forcing you to be here. Amen. So take note of the date, 22nd to 24th of March 2016, this year. And then also... 25th March, we're going to the Independence Square. Hallelujah. For our Good Friday service. Amen. Right. Now we're going to take our memory verse. Are you ready for it? Mark chapter 11 and verse 25. Okay. It's, uh, I believe today it's going to work. Amen. Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Is it powerful? I think we can do it again. Ready? Go. Mark, chapter 11, verse 25. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. Hallelujah. Do you think you have it? One more time. One more time. Okay, so you should just understand when you stand praying, forgive. If you have ought against any. Like somebody, you have a problem with somebody. You see. And then your Father, who is in heaven, will also forgive you your trespasses. It's, It's easy. Let's take it one more time. Go. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you Your trespasses. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Okay. Can we do it? All right. Go. Mark chapter 11, verse 25. Yes. Forgive if ye have aught against any, and may forgive you your trespasses. mark chapter 11 verse 25 all right all right amen shall we pray father we want to thank you so much for today we thank you for another opportunity in your presence to hear your word we ask oh god that your spirit will be with us have your way guide us into all truth thank you O oh god that no one is living here the same we bless you father in jesus name we pray amen God bless you. may be seated. I forgot also to announce that we had our loyalty week celebration last week. Hallelujah. It was a powerful time. <laughs> right. John chapter 4. I would preach by the grace of God. John chapter 4. And I'm reading from verse 5. John chapter 4. I'm reading from verse 5. The Bible says that then came he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away to the city to buy meat. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask a drink of me, which I am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, Thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up. Into everlasting life. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come he that to draw. And Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. Mercy. In that saith thou truly, the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. Well, this is a scripture that we've used many times uh, to evangelize, to witness when we are preaching to um people and next month the month of march is our month of evangelism amen so make sure that you invite somebody to church we'll have several uh zona activities to win souls for the lord amen but i want to use this to preach about marriage today are you happy that we are preaching on marriage again so you can title my message, Mother of Marriage. Hallelujah. I just decided to use the title from Bishop's book. That's all. Something that is working already, isn't it? Right. I believe that. That's my belief. That marriage is a good thing. Amen. In fact, last week I heard about one... Of these musicians who divorced his wife, or they are divorced, you know, I'm sure many of you have heard already, uh, Israel Hutton, you know, and uh, we sing his songs, I'm a friend of God, Jesus, you are the center of it all and all that, you know, when you hear some of these things, and even just yesterday I heard that one great man of God uh, also has divorced his wife. You know, you know, sometimes when you hear some of these things, it's like, yeah, you see, the whole thing is not good. And the devil really wants us to believe that. But we refuse that in the name of Jesus. When you hear it, it shouldn't also tell you that, oh, then it means that we can divorce our wives. That's not what it's saying to you. What it's rather saying to you is that this thing can happen to you. It's a hot thing and his wife, they've been married for 20 years. You know, and you wonder that after 20 years, can something happen? Because the devil, he's, he's very patient. Yeah. So, when you hear, like they say in Ghana, when you see somebody's beard on fire, fetch water. fetch water and put it by your side. Because you may never know what will happen. You know, so all these things make us feel, and even some of the issues and the problems, I, I hear a lot of issues. So when you hear them, it's like, what's the point? What's the point? You know, and, and you don't you want to even go ahead. But I want to tell you, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. God God really wants us to enjoy marriage. Yeah. I believe that God had a good plan when he instituted marriage. And he wants you to be happy. He wants you to enjoy life. That's why he brought it. Hallelujah. Amen. I think that sometimes also the way people are brought up and what we have seen, maybe your parents and all that. So you come into marriage with those things. And that's why we take you through counseling. You need to go through six months counseling to be prepared. Yeah. And some, there's some people too have decided that they will not obey the word. Which is the reason why before you marry, see, as I'm sharing this, I'm sharing with those who are married already, but before you marry, those of you sitting here, don't marry somebody who is a rebel. Yeah. Somebody who doesn't obey the word. Very disloyal. You see somebody doesn't pay tight. I mean, if he can do it to God, he can do it to you. You have seen that this thing is not a good, The person is not a good, but you still go ahead and marry. I guess to a point, it's also very difficult for us. Sometimes as I counsel people, I can see that this person has decided that I am not going to obey the word. This is what I have decided to do, and I'm doing it. I can't, move, I won't move. one day Bishop Saki was counseling somebody, Asked, the, do you see me as your pastor? Or, so I see you as one of the, Something. It gave some funny. So, when the person even doesn't see you as a pastor who can speak into his or her life, straight away, when you marry an unbeliever, it, it will be very difficult to submit. Yeah, if this person is going around sleeping with other women and all that, and he comes back to you, he wants to sleep with you, it's not easy. And the Bible says, submit. You see, so... If you haven't married yet, please, don't rush into anything. Take your time. Pastors are there to speak with you and counsel you and guide you and help you. But if you're already married, I will speak to you about a few things. You see, because you, 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 you will need to pray to God for wisdom. Especially if you have a very difficult marriage. Pray to God that God will show you ways how to live with this person that you are living with. Yeah. And just flow. And be happy. There's wisdom for everything. When you pray for it, you have it. <laughs> Reverend Eric Bando, why are you laughing? I don't know why he's laughing. <laughs> but right there in this scripture that I just read, we can see Jesus making a very good case for marriage. And for us, not just coming in to receive spiritual things without our spouses. Because the Bible says that he met with this woman and as he talked with the woman, at the point he mentioned to the woman that I have living water. I have something that when you drink, it will make your life powerful. I don't know what you are looking for, woman, but I have this great thing here. And the Bible says that the woman said that, wow! Wow! I like this water. Give me this water. Then Jesus brought in something. Instead of giving her the water, he asked her a question. Where is your husband? Jesus brought out something that it is not right for you to come in that you are coming to receive from God. You have come and you have left your spouse behind. You have left the other person behind and you have come. Our spiritual emphasis is wrong we are emphasizing on some things which are not the things that we should emphasize on. So you have come. Yes, I'm coming to receive. But where is your wife? You have come to the church lifting up your hand and doing everything. But where is your husband? You have come. Powerful prayer, word, this, that. You are in everything. But where is your wife? Where is your husband? And the Holy Ghost is asking where is your wife? You know, we always lambast Lot's wife. that she looked back and she turned into a pillar of salt. But one of the things maybe we should even be thinking about is, what was also Lot doing about her? Maybe he had neglected her. Maybe he was not paying attention to her. So she too, in a way, to also just make herself happy. said, Charlie, let me also see what is happening here. And she turned into salt. It is. We haven't thought about it that way. But it could be. So as we are not paying attention to our marriages, it is giving the devil the chance to make people be turned into salt. And all sorts of things in the church. Ask the next person, where is your wife? If you are not married, they say, she's coming, he's coming. Hallelujah Amen No, but Jesus said What you are saying is true You don't have a husband And it's true It's true because You have had five husbands already I don't know what happened to her With those five husbands Maybe divorce. Maybe they died Maybe they deserted her I don't know But Jesus said that Yeah, it's true And the one you have now with you also is not your husband. (laughs) So, it could be that she's just also just living with this man. They haven't done the proper things they have to do. And they are just there. So, it's like you have a husband, but you don't have a husband. And a lot of people are in a situation like that. You have a husband, but you don't have a husband. You have a wife, but you don't have a wife. Because it's like the wife or the husband... They are not playing the role that they should play as husband and wife. So you have a husband, but you don't have a husband. Yeah? I heard a lady one time, she went to, went to church, and the pastor said she wanted to pray for all widows. She went with her husband. And when the pastor said she was the first to get her, she was moving, and the husband held her... Honey, honey, mama, where are you going? <laughs> Sit here. My husband said, hey, "Didn't you hear?" He said they are calling for widows. So yeah, I, I heard, I heard. Because my husband is like he is dead. He is not in the house. So I am going so that they pray for me too. Hey, are you a husband that is dead or you are still around? But when you're not playing your role as a husband, you're not playing, because like the wife is there, but if she's dead. You're a widower. I have a husband, but I don't have a husband. I have a wife, but I don't have a wife. So, a few disciplines I thought that we could look at. It will help us to just flow. It's not everything, but it's just something to think about. Discipline number one, Is the discipline to remain together at all costs. Amen. You have to pursue this with all your heart, I'm telling you, because it will not happen automatically. Oh yeah, it's not easy. If you ask the married couples, they will tell you. To remain together. Sometimes you are happier to do things on your own without the other person. If you like, ask them, they will tell you. You will be okay if you went alone to that party without her following you because her following you, you will know, be hardening. Yeah. You would like to go alone because as he's coming, he's coming to be putting things on you. Do this, do this. I would like to go alone. If you like, us them. A lot of people like that. You must discipline yourself and say, Tale, we are going to move together. We are going to move together. It's not going to be easy it will work. Yeah. Mark chapter 3, verse 25, the Bible says that, and if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Yeah. You are one. When you get married, you and your wife, you are one. Bible says, and the two shall be one. There is no way you can do things separately. Maybe the best way to look at it is to look at Siamese twins. They are sharing one heart One liver, uh, one stomach, one, uh, what else, brain. How can you say, I am going on my own? And you two go on your own. It's not possible. But I don't think that we look at marriage in that way. We still, when we enter into marriage, we still think that we are two. But this is a mystery. That's what the Bible says. It's a mystery. If you can understand it, that this is a mystery. That the two shall be one. And so there's no way one can do. If we are going up, we are all going up. If we are going down, we are all going down. Yeah. It cannot be that one is going up, the other one is going down. You think you are putting your wife down? You are putting your own self down. When you think about it that way, you will not want to see the other person go down. You will want the other person to also go up because when she goes up, I am also going up. But many times it's like, oh yeah. Some people rejoice when something bad happens to their husbands. Yeah, okay, yeah, he deserves it. Now someone But you don't know that it is you that the thing is affecting. It is you. It is good. When we married, there's nothing like my money and your money. It is our money. And a lot of women have a problem with that when we say that. Eh, eh, A lot of people I hear them say, eh, but eh, if, if, if we give the money to... Because the headship it also includes the money. So when you go and work and they pay you, you collect your salary. You come to your husband and say, honey, this is the money that they paid me. Hey, Hey, pastor, what if they pay me more than they pay him? Hey, hey, hey. You have to bring the money. You think it's easy to have MRS on your name? Share because if i was not around you would not have the mrs it would just be m-i-s-s miss but i'm around it has become MRS. when you finish bring the money and we will sort it out <laughs> bring the money then the head will decide what we do with the money uh, uh, but what if he, he doesn't decide? Then you should not marry such a man. If you are marrying you guys, get it. My, If you see that this guy, when I bring the money to him, he will not give me some of the money. Don't marry him. You have seen that he already is armstrong, he doesn't uncharge, he is that This guy he will not be a good husband to marry. But when you go and marry and it doesn't give you chop money, then you come to me and say, Bishop, have you seen it? it doesn't give me? But you saw it before you got married. Yeah. But anyway, this is what it's supposed to be. There's nothing like my money, your money. It's our money. There's nothing like my bed and your bed. It is our bed. It, it is one bed we are all sleeping in. Your room and my room. And I've, one thing I want to dedicate somebody I say, oh, this one's my wife's bedroom. This is my bedroom. Listen, this is what will make, where is your husband? This is what made Jesus ask, where is your wife? We opened the door for separation. Look at what he said. The Pharisees came to ask him, tempting him, saying, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every cause? And he answered and said unto them, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother? And shall cleave to his wife, and they twain be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Then he said unto him, Why then did Moses command to give a writing of divorcement and to put her away? And he said to them, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, suffered you to put away your wives. <laughs> but from the beginning it was not so, it was not so. And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, ah, yeah, pastor, yeah, fornication, <laughs> and shall marry another, committed adultery. And whoso marrieth her which is put away, doth commit adultery. Thing is very complex, I tell you. The simple thing is, that he doesn't want you to divorce. His disciples said unto him, If this be the case for the man, he said. Oh, if the case of the man be so with his wife, then it is not good to marry. <laughs> because people want to divorce their wives. I tell you. The disciples were listening say, Jesus, hey, this is your thing here. If it's so there, then we will, we will not marry. But this is what Jesus said. <laughs> he said. He said, but he said unto them, all men cannot receive this saying, save they to whom it is given. It's not easy. Listen, decide that we are going to be together. The house may be rocking. I mean, one of the things I've seen as I've counseled people is that there are times you see that like turbulence, this, that, then the next time I see. Hey, I tell you. I was talking to one lady, her husband issues, did that, that, then yesterday she sent me a text. That the husband has ironed her clothes and hung it. I said, hey. Hmm. I said, As I remember this, thing, you know. Because next time when you come to me that he has done something again, I'll refer you to what he has. He has ironed your clothes. You have forgotten. You see, but the storms will come. But it will settle. So decide that during the storm, we are not going to separate. We will be together. We will fight through together. No matter what, we will stay together. So the storm is over. See that we come out anyway. But many times when the storm comes, I want divorce. I want out. I want this. Why do you want out? Then you start walking around without your ring. You see people, they are not wearing their wedding ring. You open the door. You have all sorts of relationships with all sorts of ladies. Then you talk to them, midnight. Send them WhatsApp, text message. Hey.
3: Hmm
0: bible says that two are better than one i mean we cannot it's better flow with it fight it whatever you can do fight it and avoid divorce don't let divorce be say hey then i'm going to divorce no let's fight through remember that god hates divorce it's not the solution of course i know there are some people they have tried and their spouses still want the divorce. I mean, as your spouse, the person wants it, there's nothing you can do. But if you can, Charlie, avoid it. You see how the pain is if we are going to divide your missed twins. That's how it's going to be for you. You may not understand it. But that's how it's going to be. The hurt and the pain. That's how it is. Number two. I want to close. The discipline to say no to temptation and to walk in the fear of the Lord. It's a discipline. No, 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 no. Marriage, I mean, and the guys who tell you that, it's not easy. As the guys are walking around, they are seeing other women. That's why Solomon, he came up with a strategy, but it was not a good strategy. Now, any woman he sees that he likes, no, he'll marry her. Before I he realized, 700. Then after the 700, still, he was not happy. So okay, me and girlfriends be on the side. 300. One man, 1,000. Even if you are blowing every day, every day. Will you, when, when will you reach the next, last person? Three years, three and a half years before you go through all the women. By the time you come back, the other one is gone into some other thing. That is why God said, one man, one woman. Yeah. Fight the temptation to be unfaithful because it will be there. In the marriage, ask any married couple. These are thoughts that will come when issues come up. You wish you could move out, but don't go. Stay. Fight it. Fight it. Fight it. Paul said, I keep my body under. Because my body wants to move. It's a flesh thing. I feel like doing something. But Paul said, I put my body under. Put your body under. Fight anything that wants to fight you. And walk in the fear of God. The fear of God. They have a saying. I don't know whether you've read that scripture. It says, stolen waters are sweet. Proverbs 9, 17. Stolen waters are sweet. (laughs) And bread eaten in secret is pleasant. You should ask the people who do it. Stolen waters. They seem to be very nice. But there's a verse after it that people don't know. Verse 18 said, But he knoweth not that the dead are there. And that her guests are in the depths of hell. As you follow these stolen waters, before you realize you are, you are dying. So he said, Drink waters from your own system. Yeah. Proverbs, Proverbs 5 15. Drink water from your own system or drink water from your own fridge. Everybody, your wife is your fridge. Or you didn't know? Your wife is your fridge. The only thing is that fridge, they have different types. There's LG, there's Samsung, there is this, there's that. So sometimes when you look at your Samsung and you see LG, you say, hey, this LG, but your Samsung too is also chilly. Double door freezer. It's chilling. Whatever you have that you are drinking from, be happy. It may be an ice chest, but it's a type of water you are drinking. May you drink from your own system. Fight that temptation. Amen. Number three, the discipline to control anger and moods. Hey, that one. Listen, it is dangerous to act out the way you feel. Anytime you feel something or you act it out. And there are some people, they can't control their anger. You are beating your wife. You are insulting your husband. Control your anger, your feeling, whatever it is, control it. <laughs> Bible says, i be angry and Sin not. Sin not. Colossians 3.19, it says that husbands love your wives and do not be bitter against them. Or even the NIV says that don't be harsh. How come you are so harsh on your wife? Hey, control it. You can. Bible says that wrath that cannot be controlled. It's like a broken wall. It will not help you. Control it. Discipline it. Decide that I am not going to be angry. And like we said today, if you have ought against any, forgive. Forgive. Let things go. But we hold on to the things for a long time. And then we open the door for the enemy. And you are there. Where's your wife? Where's your husband? Number four. The discipline to worship each other. And I'm using worship in, in a advisedly way. Because I know that we use worship for God. But also, God is expecting you and I to worship each other, the, the, the spouses. Worship is made up of what? Respect, appreciation, service, sacrifice. That is what worship is about. So every husband and wife must have that kind of worship. For one another. When it's not there, we open the door for the enemy to come in. Where is the worship in the marriage today? It's not there. No respect. Either the husband doesn't respect the wife or the wife doesn't respect the husband. No appreciation. Yeah. In the night, if your wife has made you happy, you should say thank you to her. I should say that one again. You see a lot of men, they roll over and they start snoring. Rah, and the woman is wondering what has happened. But learn to say thank you. You come, they cook the food you eat. You can't say thank you for the food. We bring the same thing to church. And you are eating the food. It's nice, so, can, but she can see that I'm enjoying it. No. The women, they have been made that they need to hear things. They want you to say it. Thank you for this food. I've never eaten food like this before. But many times it is when the food is not nice that's when we complain. One asked his wife, did you use sea water to cook this food? Sea water? Because the food was salty." But when it's nice, you don't say anything. First Peter chapter three, verse five, he said, "For after this manner in the old time the holy women who trusted in God adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husband. Subjection." Verse four says that. Verse six, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. Yeah, he said the wives being subjection, worship, call him Lord. Today we don't call Lord. I mean, you call. Hey, see Papa. who are you? Who are? That's how you call your husband. (laughs) But Bible says, be in subjection, call him Lord. 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 My Lord. My Lord. Then there's the other side also for the man. Verse 7, you see, because people, every man says, "Eh, she has to submit to me. I am the man. I am this. I am that. I am the head. And that scripture will go from Ephesians 5.22, that wives submit to the husband. But they forget about verse 21 that says that submitting yourselves one to another. <laughs> one to another. Verse 21 comes before verse 22. But you are so interested in verse 22, you have left verse 21. But verse 7, he said, likewise, as the woman is subject to the man and calling him Lord, likewise the husband also should dwell with them according to knowledge. A lot of men don't have knowledge about their wives. How women be, how they want to be handled. Women like certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of small boys are getting married not having knowledge. Have knowledge on how to handle a woman. Oh yeah. They love to hear these nice things all the time, even though they know you are lying, but they want to hear it. And when I told her I love her five years ago, I haven't changed my mind, so why should I say it again? You see, you, you, you lack knowledge. Dwell with them according to knowledge, giving Anna, giving Anna, giving Anna, giving Anna, giving Anna, giving Anna to the wife. Why are you not giving anna? You are expected to be called Lord. They call you Lord, then you are happy, Lord. But the Bible says that likewise, likewise, in the same way they are calling you Lord, you too give her Anna, make her feel good, make her feel like a queen, make her feel like a wonderful woman. Give her Anna. I think where people get confused is when he says as unto a weaker vessel. Because you think that weaker means that she is low. No, weaker doesn't mean low. Weaker maybe in terms of strength and even ability to handle certain things, they are weaker. But it doesn't mean they are inferior. The Bible says that God made him male and female as one. We are, one is not inferior, they are the same. So as you are expecting to be called Lord, may you give honor to the wife also. Give honor to her. Give honor to her. Time is not on my side. I wanted to talk to you about handling finances in the home. How to handle the money. I wanted to talk to you about how to walk in love. Oh, but time, time, stand to your feet. Ah. Put your hands together for Jesus. Lift up your hands to the Lord and talk to God right now. Ask God to touch you. Pray for yourself. If you are not married, pray for your future marriage. Pray. Pray. You need it, I tell you. The devil is attacking marriages, especially Christian marriages. Pray for yourself. Pray for your marriage. Pray that God will help you. Love your wife. Love your husband. Walk in love fight every temptation that is coming to take you away from your marriage. Anybody coming to steal your husband, steal your wife, pray against that person in the name of Jesus. Fight to stay together. Don't go away and say, I want to do my own thing. There's nothing like that. And the two shall be one. And the two shall be one. Where is your wife? where is your husband? God is asking pray right now, lift up your voice and pray, if you are going to marry pray that God will help you make the right choice, may you not go into the wrong marriage, in the name of Jesus, God can deliver you God can deliver you, God can help you, pray for it, in the name of Jesus, oh yes Lord, we pray for the covering of the blood we pray for the covering of the blood cover every hope of oh God, every attack of the devil, against marriages Lord, we cancel it in the in the name of Jesus. We pray that our marriages will stand the test of time. May we overcome, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let grace abound. Let husbands learn how to love their wives. Let husbands dwell with them according to knowledge. Let wives be in to their own husband, calling them Lord. In the name of Jesus, oh God, give us the victory. May we stay together. We come against the spirit of divorce that has come into the church. We Come against it in the name of Jesus. Let husbands and wives come together again to fight. Oh, because your husband is not your problem, woman. Your wife is not your problem. Oh, yes. But the devil is your problem. Let's come together and fight the enemy. And may God give us the upper hand. Oh, Jesus, we bless you. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory. In the name of Jesus or anybody believing God to marry, I pray for you. I pray that the door will open for you. This year, 2016, may you be found in the name of Jesus. May your footsteps be ordered to meet the right person. And for anyone who is married, I pray, as you open up your marriage to Jesus, may the living water that springs up to eternal life come into your marriage. May your marriage become sweet again. May you overcome every storm and battle in the name of Jesus. Today, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you to church, but you're not born again. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, you want to give your life to Jesus? Today, you need Jesus in your heart. Your marriage cannot be what it should be if Jesus is not in it. If you are there like that, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to surrender your heart to Jesus. You want to be born again. Lift up your right hand. We're going to pray. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. I see your hand there. God bless you. I see your hand there. God bless you. Let it go up above your head. Don't be shy. Today is a day of salvation. Tomorrow may be too late. Lift up your right hand. We're going to pray. God bless you. Let it go up let it go up, let it go up. God bless you. I see your hands, I see your hands. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, I need you to do one more thing for me. Come to me in front here. Come to me frontier. front
3: here. My brother on
0: the side there, I can see you. Come over to the front. Yes, I can see you if you can see me. Come all the way, let's pray. Clap for them from the back. Clap for them as they come. Come to Jesus, keep laughing. Come all the way, come all the way. Yes, keep laughing. Keep laughing. Oh, yes. Oh yes, oh yes Oh come all the way, come all the way Keep loving for them as they come I surrender all Come to Jesus Yes It's a good day To surrender your life Surrender your heart to Jesus
3: Come to Jesus God bless you God bless you God bless you All to thee my blessed Savior Come
0: all the way God bless you, my
3: brother.
0: Hallelujah. God bless you. Anybody else come in, come quickly. We are waiting for you. And those of you in front here, I want you to lift up your two hands. And we're going to pray. Just repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. See our pastor waving his hand? He's going to talk to you for two minutes. Give you a book. Come back and join us, okay? God bless you. Please follow him this way. Clap for them as they go. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God, richly bless you.